1: America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Well, it's the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 today, and Joe Biden once again makes the world headline news story in the UK Daily Mail, most read publication on Earth for doing yet another thing the world's never seen before steps in for joe the headline says well biden becomes first president to skip main ceremonies for 9-11 quite frankly that's because he can't show up he can't be in the same space with the 9-11 families his betrayal of those who fought and died in afghanistan and those who died on 9-11 is so complete joe can't share a space with veterans families or 9-11 families, and a camera. Not after the outrage, after he recently sent them letters saying that after 22 years, the 9-11 culprits won't be prosecuted under the death penalty, then we'll likely get plea agreements for what they did to America. In a just world, Biden being Gitmo with them for what he did to America. On the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, the betrayal is complete. The betrayal of the 2,606 people who died in the towers, the 246 people who went on those flights never to return, the 343 firefighters, the 60 police officers, and the 7,057 U.S. service members killed in our foreign wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and the staggering 177,000 national military and police from Afghanistan, Syria, Iraq, who also died fighting for a cause we just abandoned. We were told all those years ago we had to go over there to fight terrorists so they wouldn't come here. We spent $7 trillion on those wars. According to CBS News, we still owe $6.5 trillion. It was all... Literally for nothing. Last week, we learned that not only are we not going over there to fight them so they don't come here, we're welcoming them here. And paying for their new cell phones and their plane tickets to wherever they want to go in the country. All 75,000 of them. That's how many illegal immigrants who are classified as national security risks were let into this country by Biden since October. That's according to an investigation by The Daily Caller. I'll put the link under sources in the podcast description today. 75,000 since October. The year before, it was 3,600. And the year before that, just a few dozen. Under Donald Trump, who partnered with Vladimir Putin to destroy the 40,000-strong ISIS caliphate, they ran, scattered like roaches in every direction, even went deep into the earth to escape but there was no escape we used moabs on them bombs specifically designed to kill in caves under the earth there was nowhere they could hide and they didn't damn well dare show up on our border it was the last place on earth they would have gone it's illegal for them to enter the country If they're classified as special interest aliens, those are the ones I described on Friday's podcast as being suspected of having a possible nexus to terrorism, in part because they come from countries where their backgrounds can't be checked, countries who sponsor or harbor terrorists, or they've traveled with the help of groups who actively engage in or help terrorist groups. They're a danger. 75,000 of them are here. When I reported that on this morning's show, I got this comment on our text line. Tara, those 75,000 national security threats or terrorists equal one and a half field armies that would be commanded by a four-star general in the U.S. Army. A field army is 50,000 plus soldiers in the USA. With any communication between those threats, serious and deadly actions will be the result on the American people. How far we've fallen since the 9-11 Commission studied 9-11... And its causes, that was what its charge was, and presented their report to Congress. And what was the number one cause of 9-11? Our immigration system. It was broken, they said. Which is ironic, because compared to today... The pre-9-11 immigration system was a marvel of efficiency. The border was actually closed. The 9-11 terrorists couldn't get across it. They had to come here on visas. The 9-11 commission concluded that those people died. You know, the ones you saw jumping from the burning buildings, choosing a high-impact death with concrete rather than burning alive. Those people. Those people died because we did not have a visa exit system. We knew who was in the country, but we had no system to track if they left. Had we had such a system, the 9-11 Commission declared, it wouldn't have happened since so many of the Saudis who did 9-11 had overstayed their visas. That visa exit system to track folks who haven't left and then hunt them down was authorized by Congress and funded by Congress, not once, but three times. The first time under Bill Clinton, who didn't bother to build it, The second time under George W. Bush, who also didn't bother to build it. And we got 9-11. The third time was also under George W. Bush. He built it, but so badly it didn't work and it had to be shut down. But at least our border was closed then. Not today, when terrorists turned themselves into the Department of Homeland Security to get their free phone and their free ticket anywhere. Oh, and their work papers, rather than sneak it. That's right, the Department of Homeland Security Illegally release these 75,000. We know their status because they turned themselves in. It's been less than two weeks now since we learned that ISIS is actually acting as human traffickers and bringing these aliens in. The FBI, by the way, still hasn't found those from Uzbekistan they were looking for. Not that it matters. They're dropping the hat. There's 75,000. We are on track to have 100,000 of them this year. These are the people we were supposed to fight over there, so we didn't have to fight them here. They're now being trafficked into the interior of the country in what I consider to be an act of treason by our Department of Homeland Security and Joe Biden. But that's just the beginning. As we learned last week in the UK Daily Mail, Americans are being cleared out of their jobs to make room for these potential terrorists and the other illegals who came over with them. Headline UK Daily Mail. Staggering figures reveal 1.2 million US born workers lost their jobs last month. 1.2 million US born workers lost their jobs last month, replaced by 688,000 foreign born staff, as Joe Biden allows migrants to flood across the border. As I explained in Friday's podcast, why is this happening now? It's because of the CPB1 app. You get work papers with it now after you make an appointment to break the law. You just walk across our port of entry so there's no pictures of illegals breaching the border. You get your work papers and on you go. They launched the work papers part of the initiative in May. The whole world figured it out and the job loss exploded by August. They fully intend to replace you. Not just at the ballot box. This is, of course, a voter drive, but in your place of employment as well. Driven by the work papers and the fact that these asylees qualify for $2,200 a month. That's per one adult and one child. So if you've got a mom and a dad and two kids, you're getting 4400 Yeah, while Social Security recipients get twelve to $1,300 a month. News of those asylum payments... The federal government, by the way, now claims, oh, that's only a one-time payment. We don't continue paying every month. I bet that's not true. But anyway, once word of all that spread, well, we went from 99,000 people turning themselves in in June to 132,000 in July, and in August, 177,000. Those people had to work, so your job had to go. It floored the people at the UK Daily Mail. The job losses of 1.2 million Americans to make way for 688,000 illegals should have been the biggest news story here. It wasn't. It was blacked out. So you had to go to the UK Daily Mail to read it. So anyway, that 9/11 Commission recommendation that we fix the visa exit system and you know tighten up our immigration system, that's been blown all to hell. Yes, yeah, because before, when Trump was president, the terrorists they hit out in their 40,000 strong caliphate. On the border between Syria and Iraq, now they're just coming here. It's a shocking turnaround in the 22 years since 9/11. All of these are reasons Joe Biden cannot show his face anywhere the families of veterans and 9/11 victims' families would be.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.
1: The guy could get sucker punched, screamed at. At a minimum, will get hackled. He's hated, and he should be. But none of that represents the biggest betrayal. No, it was Catherine Harridge's story last week on CBS News that's so jaw-dropping. Ever seen one of those commercials on television? A brave veteran who fought in Iraq or Afghanistan whose body starts at the waist because the rest was blown off. And generous donors have built them a home for them and their family to live in. Yeah, how those guys have those catastrophic injuries that you see those are the ones who survived by the way we don't even see the dead fighting and capturing the terrorists in Afghanistan and Iraq and in Afghanistan where did over 3,000 of them go the world's worst terrorists the ones that are brave men and women fought and lost their limbs to capture they went into jail at Bagram Air Force Base, the single most valuable piece of territory in all of the Middle East could have easily held on to Bagram. We needed to hold on to Bagram to have an easy launch point should we need to go back into the Middle East and to keep those terrorists locked up. But remember, that's not what Joe did. Instead, General Ken- Kenneth McKenzie would meet with the leaders of the Taliban in Doha and insist they take control of the country. Here's from the New York Post. The head of the U.S. Central Command admitted Wednesday the Taliban offered to let American troops take charge of security in Kabul during the final days of the U.S. evacuation. An offer the U.S. did not accept. We rammed Bagram Air Force down their throat. And the first thing the Taliban did when they took it was release the thousands of terrorists. I'm sure many are in our country right now. Here's CBS News' Catherine Herridge interviewing Jerry Dunleavy about Joe Biden's treason. And yes, every single advisor he had told him not to do what you're about to hear. Told him not to to give the enemy, Bagram, and all that territory in Afghanistan. Here's the interview from CBS News last week. It's about how the suicide bomber that killed 200 people at Abbey Gate, including 13 brave Marines and service members from our country, was able to pull off that attack because the Taliban released him from Bagram after Joe turned it over to them in the middle of the night. Now let's talk about uh, the individual who's identified as the suicide bomber by ISIS-K. This is Abdul Rahman al-Lughari. We've got a picture of him here. That is from the ISIS-K magazine. It's alleged to be the suicide bomber. He was held at what was then the U.S. base at Bagram, which you and I both know from our reporting is where they hold these terrorist prisoners. When we relinquish control of Bagram, Was that really the event, based on your reporting, that set this chain of events into motion that led to the bombing at the airport?
0: I think the U.S. abandonment of Bagram was pretty much the death knell of the Afghan Republic. And giving up Bagram was bad for many reasons, including the fact that it would have been a much better place to do an evacuation from, and you wouldn't have had as many Americans and Afghan allies left behind.
1: Never forget, fearing that our U.K. or French allies might be able to put the Taliban back down. Joe Biden left them over $7 billion in military equipment in the middle of the night so that when the French and the English woke up, the Taliban were firmly in control. We don't know why Joe did this. We'd find out in the Wall Street Journal months later. The Taliban, before all of this, had cut a deal with the Chinese. The Chinese would pay the Taliban billions of dollars they need to run their government. And in return, the Chinese would get the lithium mines needed to make the electric vehicles. Joe has mandated that will become 64% of our fleet, new for sale fleet in 2030. In other words, you must buy an EV made with the lithium that the Chinese have a total lock on worldwide at whatever prices they charge it was the quid pro quo. It's what the Chinese got. For the tens of millions they paid the Biden family. That's why it was critical that Afghanistan fall into the Taliban's hands so this deal could go forward. Again, every single advisor Joe Biden had, military advisor, said no, don't do it. He insisted that the Taliban have it all anyway. They would need that base to operate from Or again, the French and the English using their superior tech probably could have conquered them. Here's the rest of the story of Bagram Air Base in Abbey Gate and the murder of over 200 people at Joe's hands.
0: At that base at Bagram, there was a prison, Parwan, where thousands of ISIS-K terrorists were held, including the man who would go on to kill those 13 Americans. And the first thing the Taliban did when they took Bagram was open the gates and free those prisoners. And if we had just held on to Bagram, the man who killed those thirteen Americans in Abbey Gate would have been behind bars rather than out there threatening and killing Americans. And
1: just in the final- But that'll likely be the first mass murder of Americans by these terrorists, not the last. Because in March at a hearing, our military commanders warned Congress that those terrorists would likely be here within six months. And it's pretty clear in the seventy-five thousand, they're coming over. Welcomed by Joe Biden and his Department of Homeland Security. Did you ever think in the months and years after 9-11, we'd see such a thing? The Gold Star families of the 13, of our veterans, and of our 9-11 families know these details well. It's why Joe Biden cannot be in the same public space as these people. And his advisors know it because they know what he did and what they did. And for generations to come, Americans will have to live with what Joe did on our own soil. In Afghanistan, and as the terrorists, we went over there to fight. And their compatriots, like-minded allies, cross our border and are welcomed by our Department of Homeland Security. Because it is believed that one day they will vote Democrat. I want to thank PhD Weight Loss for sponsoring this podcast And for the 29 pounds I've lost and kept off for eight months now. I was an unusual client for them because when I came to them, I was in pretty good shape. A consummate exerciser. But all that exercise got me was that my weight didn't go up. I couldn't get that 30 pounds of baby weight up. No matter what I did, I'd lose five and six here. Then I'd slip because I just couldn't cut any more calories. And then I'd be back up. Well, they took it off me in six months. If they can get it off me they can get it off you. And now with PhD Weight Loss at Home, you can do it on your schedule from the comfort of your home. Meet with their fantastic coaches, tailor your meal plan, and get her done. I've now kept the weight off for longer than it took me to lose it. That was six months. You can do it too. Find them online at myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. No matter where you are, you can do it there with their PhD Weight Loss at Home program.